Hey guys, welcome to the Fundraising Freedom Podcast with Mary Valoni. I'm your host, Mary Valoni, and this is the place where fundraisers come to be encouraged, empowered, and educated on how to raise more funds and have more freedom. Welcome to episode 161. Today we're going to be diving in to the six basic needs to live your best life. So I am a huge fan, obviously, of you raising a ridiculous amount of money and changing the world. Uh, and I know that that is what you're you're focused on. That's what you're why you're here, why you're listening to this show. But I want you to realize one thing is that that if you are awesome at fundraising and awesome at helping people, other people, there's a good chance that you're not going to be all that awesome about taking care of yourself. And so today I want to talk about how can you make sure that you take care of yourself so that you can take care of others, right? It's the whole putting on the oxygen mask on yourself first before the child next to you, right? So Last week we talked about, you know, setting goals and we really dove in deep talking about the foolproof process to achieving any goal. By the way, that six, I forgot to mention it on the show, but that six steps that I shared with you guys, that actually came from Brian Tracy. So you can go in, you can Google him and find out more information about how he teaches on that. But I am a huge fan of personal development. And so I listen to a whole wide variety of different people who have been, you know, really experts in this space. Earl Nightingale, Napoleon Hill, um, Tony Robbins, you know, like the whole, the list goes on. Jim Rohn and Brian Tracy, all those guys, really, really good at personal development. And so I'm always listening. I'm always looking for opportunities to uh, improve my life so that I can help others improve theirs, right? So I hope today's show gives you an opportunity to take a step back a little bit and just really look at all these basic needs that you need in order for you to be successful every single day, not only for your work, but for your family, for your friends, for your spouse, for yourself, okay? So these six basic needs, I'm gonna be uh, sharing a couple of different needs with you, Many of you guys are familiar, of course, with Maslow's hierarchy of needs. That is the most common uh, amongst all of the you know graphs that we see. It looks like a triangle, you know, a pyramid, and at the very bottom is your basic needs, which is food, water, shelter. Uh, they actually he, Maslow actually talks about food, water, warmth, and rest, and then safety and security is that next part of your basic needs. Then it moves into the psychological needs, which is belonging and love, which is your relationships with your friends and your family. And then we talk about the esteem area, like feeling like you have a sense of accomplishment. That's really um, at that next psychological need. And then at the very top of Maslow's hierarchy is self-fulfillment needs, which is self-actualization, achieving your full potential. You are creative and you are doing what you are called to do. That's at the peak of this pyramid. And so I love how Maslow, you know, how this all came out basically in the early 1940s. And it has really stuck for the most part. But I want to share with you guys today actually a modification on that, which is Tony Robbins' uh, Six Needs. And he takes these same Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but puts them in six different categories. And I think that these are actually a little bit more relevant to the kind of work that we do and what we do, you know, every single day. So, okay, so the first one, okay, 
I hope you have something to write with because these are really powerful. And by the way, I was listening to uh, just something on YouTube where Tony was talking about these six basic needs and I was walking my dog at the park and I just was like light bulb moment. Like it just hit me like a brick wall because I was like, this makes absolute sense. You know, how many of you guys are dealing with having to help people through a situation where you're just talking about their basic needs? They don't even have food, water, shelter. You know, they don't have the basic sense of security and safety. So how the heck are you going to get them to move to the next level where they're taking care of themselves and they're starting to feel like they're making a difference in the world and they have something to offer other people. Okay. So let's start off with these few things that Tony talks about. And then, uh, yeah, we'll go through all six of these, these steps. And of course, we need all six of these, okay? But there may be one or two of these that really stand out to you because as I've talked about in the past, I love the Enneagram and it, it allows you to really talk about your basic needs and your basic desires. So based on your Enneagram, you might actually pick one or two of these that really stand out to you because you're like, oh my gosh, that really means a lot to me versus maybe somebody else, okay? So as we go through this, I'll talk a little bit more about that. So, all right, the first one is certainty. Okay, we all need that sense of certainty. So that really is food, water, warmth, rest, safety, security. That's all part of that certainty. This is why I think a lot of us have struggled through this previous season that we've been through, through the coronavirus, through COVID-19, and now the racial unrest and the stuff that's going on in each of our communities. This certainty is something that we long for. And when, when we don't have certainty in our jobs, in our lives, we are uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good. And so it's hard to think about being creative and, and creating, doing these big fundraisers and helping people uh, move forward when you don't even feel like you're taken care of. Okay, so remember that because we all need certainty. We all need routines, habits, things that we do every single day that just allow us to just feel like we we know what's going to happen. And think about that. When you walk into a room and you think about all the things that could go wrong in that space, you don't really think about it, right? I mean, some of you guys who are who are um, worriers, you know, the ones that, that know where all the gates, you know, all the exits are in the room and they know where everything's at. Um, those guys are a unique bunch, okay? Um, for the most part, many of us walk into a room and we don't think about all those details. Like we don't think about, oh my gosh, is some is the ceiling going to cave in or are these lights going to blow or, you know, any of those details that could be catastrophic in the space that you're in. You just don't think that way because you have a sense of certainty about the space that you're walking into, the house that you live in or the home that you live in. You don't feel like, oh my gosh, the walls are going to cave in there's a sense of certainty there, okay? But as much as we need certainty, we also need uncertainty. We need variety. Because think about it, if all we did, if all we knew was that everything was certain and we woke up every day, everything happened like clockwork, we would be bored out of our ever-loving mind, right? <laughs> like it would be awful, and no, you wouldn't look forward to the next day because you wouldn't even know, like you wouldn't feel like it was even worth getting up for. 
And that's why a lot of people who work, you know, nine to five jobs who feel like they're they're locked into this routine, they get so bored. And that's why they long so desperately to leave that job. You know, so we we do want a sense of certainty, but we also want uncertainty where there is change and excitement and things that are happening that keep us on our toes. I'm sure that's why you like your cause, because every single day there you never know who's gonna call, you never know who's gonna walk in the door, you never know what story you're going to hear, what life you're going to change, or that your cause is going to change. So there's always some sense of variety and excitement in the work that you're doing. So that is absolutely incredible. So certainty, uncertainty, absolutely necessary. Okay. Then the third thing is significance. You feel like you're making a difference in the world. This is back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that feeling of accomplishment. We all all want to feel like we're making a difference in the lives of someone else and in, in you know in the world, whatever that looks like for you. This is a really big one for me. Significance is huge. This is why I do this podcast. This is why I teach so much is because I do. I want to feel like I'm making a difference in the world and I want to feel like what I have to offer is significant and it matters. And I know many of you guys who are in this space feel the exact same way that it's like you want to use your skills and talents to make a difference and to feel that sense of significance in the work that you do. So, all right, significance, that's number three. Number four is love and connection. Now we all need to feel like we are, that we belong somewhere. This is why we find groups, you know, why people are involved in churches, why people are involved in, you know, communities of any sort, a club, an organization. You want to feel like you're part of something bigger than yourself and you're, you know, have a connection with other people around maybe a similar topic, but we all want to feel loved, right? I mean, that's why, you know, in our home life with our family and friends, you want to have those key people in your life that bring you that sense of love where you can love someone else and they love you back as well. But also, you know, just loving our neighbors, loving, you know, the people that we surround ourselves with. It's really important to have that connection and that love of each other. Okay. So that is number four of our six basic needs. Number five, number five, growth. Okay. I think that a lot of people forget get this one or they don't even know that this is actually one of our basic needs is that we absolutely need to feel like we are growing that we are learning that we are doing something that's going to make us a better version of ourselves so here's where uh you know, maybe you set a goal. Okay. So last week we talked about setting that goal, the foolproof way to do that. And let's just say you accomplished that goal and you did it. You raised those dollars, you got what you wanted to get. And now you're, you have accomplished, you're at the top of the mountain. What happens? What happens? You come crashing down, right? You're like, this is it. This, that that's all okay okay all right you know and all of a sudden you feel this sense of kind of despair almost because you're like I I did it I came here I did what I wanted to accomplish and now what and I don't know if you're there right now but man I was there within the last year actually many of you guys know I mean like we built our dream home and it was a huge goal it was a, a huge accomplishment for us to do this But I all of a sudden just like came crashing down off of it because I was like, okay, now what? 
because we do have a natural and like our basic need is to continue to grow and be, you know, a better version of ourselves. So I'm I'm never going to be able to, and same thing for you, we're never going to live up to everybody else. But what we're trying to do is actually be better better version of ourselves you know so my number one competition is not the people I worked with it's not my peers or other people that I might follow online I actually don't have much of a desire to be them I I just want to be a better version of myself and so that means that I've got to learn new things I've got to grow every single day and continuously be learning this is why I read so many books why I listen to so many podcasts and YouTube videos and whatever else I can find that can help me continue to grow and learn new things because that keeps me excited about life, right? And so that is absolutely a basic need. And the sixth one, okay, the sixth one is the one that I think is most significant to the work that we all do. And that is contribution, helping others. We have a basic need to help others. And this is why your donors give to the work that you do is because they want to feel like they're a part of something bigger. It's back to the significance, but it's also helping others do something that maybe they otherwise could not do. It's contributing to your fellow man. And we all want to see that. This is why when you see natural disasters, when you've seen this whole coronavirus stuff hit, why are so many people wanting to jump in and help? Why are so many people making masks and you know, why are so many people uh, protesting and going to all these marches and walks? Like they want to be a part of helping their fellow man. They want to help each other and contribute to society. So all six of these come back to our basic desires and basic needs that we all need in order to live our best life. But you may notice that in one of these areas or a couple of these areas, you feel a sense of lack. You know, maybe things are not going the way that you had planned. Maybe things are not moving in the direction that you had hoped. And so you have to look at all six areas and, and really ask yourself, am, am I missing something? Am I missing uh, this area that I just have maybe neglected because I've spent so much time in another area or that I just have totally let it kind of slip slip through the cracks, you know? And I think that a lot of us, even though we get a lot of love and connection uh, with maybe the people that we work with, because they're so thankful and so grateful for the work that we do, we do get a lot of love and connection. We obviously get a ton of that contribution where we're helping others. But I'm wondering with what you guys are doing, I'm wondering how much you are pursuing growth, which you're listening to the show, so clearly you care uh, and you want to get better at what you do, but growth and also embracing the uncertainty, okay, right? Like that sounds crazy, but embracing uncertainty because right now the number one question I get is how am I going to raise money during the coronavirus? Like how am I going to raise money when we are still wearing masks and people are still afraid to go out and to meet in groups? And here's the thing, certainty, they want a sense of certainty and you have the ability to create that by continuing to do the work that you do saying, hey, we're not going anywhere. We are still serving our people. We're still moving forward. That certainty is still there. But 
there is a sense of uncertainty with all that we're doing. So you're you're creating variety. Now you want to do this regardless of the season, right? Like you don't want to just keep cookie cutter. Oh, it's that time of year again. Here's the date on the calendar. Here's that gala fundraiser. Or here's that walk. And it's just cookie cutter. That's why people don't come back to your fundraisers because they're bored. <laughs> they don't want to keep coming back. They're like, it's the same people. It's the same theme. It looks the same. It feels the same. Why would I come back again? So we got to create that variety. And so right now with some of you guys moving over to virtual events and virtual activities, that is good. You are creating variety for your donor base. You're giving them an opportunity to do something different than maybe they had of would have done before, right? Okay, so think through that. And then the significance, giving people an opportunity to step up. So your donor base, they want to feel like they're making a difference. So give them a place to serve and so that they can feel that sense of significance and also just that feeling of accomplishment. So if you take all the glory, if you step up and you do everything without asking volunteers to do it, they're never they're never going to feel that sense of significance, which means they're going to kind of fall away from the work that you're doing. So you want to give them titles, you want to give them roles, a place to serve where they can feel accomplished, not so that you can have a bunch of minions running around doing your work. It's so that you can share in this great opportunity to give them a platform so that they can step up and do what they're really gifted at. Okay, so and then we move over into that love and connection, belonging and love. This is back to what I said, like give them a place to serve, give them a place to feel connected, that they're amongst like-minded people. They get that with your cause. Five, give them a place to grow. This is when people say like, don't ask me to fundraise. Like, I don't, I don't want to fundraise. I have heard that so many times from volunteers. But what happens is that I put them in a position that might be a little bit uncomfortable at first. And they may even say, don't ask me to ask anyone for money. Okay. They may ask that at first, but you know what I know because I've done it over and over and over again is that I know that they're going to grow and they're going to love it. So they're going to get comfortable asking people for money. And it's the same thing for you. If you feel uncomfortable right now about asking for money, I know, and why I continue to pursue this with you, is that I know that you're going to get better at it because you're growing, you're learning, you're studying, you're figuring out how to do this so that you can get better at it. And this is like any craft, you know, like asking people for money. I know when I first got started, I was a little nervous too. I mean, I was I was definitely very nervous, especially uh, those wealthy people who, uh, you know, were like my parents' age or, or grandparents' age. And I was like, who am I? I'm in my 20s asking these people for their money. Like it, it was, it was intimidating. But I knew that I was growing as an individual too. And I was trying new things and trying to push myself to the next level. And then, of course, number six is that contribution and helping others. If you can keep your eyes set on the people that you're serving, you will do far more than you ever expected or anticipated. We will do things for our friends, for our family, for the people that we're serving. We will do that heads and tails over doing it for ourselves. Because when we, when we know someone's counting on us, we feel like we can't let them down. But you know what? When it's only you, if if you're the one that's counting on you, eh, well, I can do it tomorrow. No big deal. So it's 
it is crazy how important it is and how basic of a need this is that we do help each other. But that also means that you need people that are helping you too, okay? So that's where we have to make sure that we reciprocate and we allow other people to contribute into our lives. And so that this is a win-win for both sides of the relationship. But when you think about these, okay, certainty, uncertainty, or variety. So certainty, uncertainty, significance, love and connection, growth, and contribution. Okay, those are the six. Every single one of them, we absolutely need all six of them. We need to find a place in our lives to fulfill all of those areas of needs. And we cannot get all of them inside of our job. And I know we try, we try and fill every single basic need. And, you know, obviously we do a really good job of it, but I want you to see that you need those relationships. You need all that stuff in every facet of your life. So one last thing I want to share with you guys before we we break here today before we go our separate ways is that when it comes to safety needs uh you know back back to those basic needs is that we need to make sure that we have uh personal emotional financial and health and you know that is the foundational stuff that everything else builds off of and so when we feel a sense of safety and security we are unstoppable right? Like you are unstinking stoppable when you have your basic needs met. When you don't feel like you're you're struggling for your finances, when you're not afraid that somebody might abandon you or leave you, or uh, when you know that you've got your basic things that are important to you are, are stable and secure, that's when we feel our, our best to step out and actually be the best versions of ourselves. So here's my challenge for you today, is that if you are not in an environment where you feel safe and secure, where you feel like you have the ability to grow and be the best version of yourself, I want you to take a few minutes and just reflect on what that is. What are some things that are maybe missing that you have not taken the time to really address? And and, and get those taken care of so that you can serve people better. And I'm just going to call you out on one thing, okay? <laughs> I mean, that one thing, that one area that many of us are really awful at is our finances. And I know that is the area that I talk on the most. I mean, I'm here talking about money every single week. I talk about it in fundraising, but I also talk about, I talk about it for your personal life. And here's the thing. It's that whole putting your oxygen mask on you first before you can take care of somebody else is that when you are stressed and overwhelmed by finances, everything else will suffer. When you don't know where your next paycheck is going to come from, when you don't know uh, whether or not you're going to be able to, to stay in the home that you live in or that you're going to be able to pay your basic bills of food and water and, and of course shelter. But if you have any of those insecurities or you know concerns that that's not going to happen, how the heck are you going to serve your people well? You aren't. <laughs> so you have to take care of you first. Many of you are on salary, and I get that. You know that it's like, hey, I have a set amount that I'm, you know, that I get paid every single month, and I'm building my budget off of that. And I want you just to take some time and look at it. Is are you able to fulfill your basic needs with that income? And if you're not, I want to encourage you to start thinking about what can you do in order to take care of that. 
because I have a feeling that you have these big vision, you know, this big vision, this huge mission that you want to accomplish in your lifetime. And the only way that those things are going to happen is if you take care of your basic needs. Now, I'm not saying everything is about money. I'm not saying everything, you know, will revolve around that. But I do want to address the fact that lack and scarcity is a major issue in our community here. Okay. You are not alone. I I struggle with it myself. This is why, you know, God lets me teach on it is that we all have a bar. We all have this standard of living. This is our standard. This is what we expect we're going to make in order for us to live the life that we feel like we're meant to live. But I just want to have you, I just want to encourage you to just kick the bar up a little bit, (laughs) like, and not just a little bit, like a lot, you know, kick that bar up and start looking at what is your standard? How do you want to present yourself to the world so that you can help more people? I know we want to look like we live on very little, that we don't have, you know, that we're not wasteful. But what I want you to see is that when you live that way, when you live in that state of poverty and just living, you know, I'm, I'm the master at, you know, frugal living. Okay. Like I can, I can squeeze dollars in places. I mean, like, trust me, I've gotten so much stuff for free. That's, that's why I teach on stuff on, you know, how to, how to get those in-kind donations and how to get those sponsorships and those dollars. But there's something to be said about actually having the dollars you need to do the work that you need to do. And so I am going to push you not only professionally, but personally as well. I want you to take a few minutes, look at your budget, your personal budget. Are you doing what you want to do? Are you doing the best that you can so that you can serve your people well? Okay. So six basic needs again, certainty, uncertainty, significance, love and connection, growth, and contribution. Be sure that you incorporate all six of those and and just be thinking about them. How can you uh, embrace the uncertainty during this season, but also be grateful for, uh, for that uncertainty, for that certainty that comes in, that does give you that basic um, feeling that, hey, I can do this and I can grow from this during this season. So I am so proud of you. I I cannot tell you, you guys are the ones that are killing it out there. And I know it may not feel that way (laughs) because you're just taking it day by day. Uh, But you know what? You are not letting this thing knock you down. And that is incredible. And you should be so proud of that. So keep taking it day by day. We are going to get into a season where we're going to get back to some more certainty. But in the meantime, let's embrace this uncertain times. Let's let's use this as a way to push our mission forward, to make ourselves a better version of ourselves, you know, and just continuing to, um, to be the best version that you can be. So, all right, guys, if you need anything, don't be afraid to reach out. Mary at maryvaloney.com. You can shoot me an email or visit maryvaloney.com. And if you've been thinking like, hey, I'd like to jump on a call and just have a conversation with you, Mary, and see if you could help us maybe during this season, I would love to have a conversation with you. So jump on my website. There's a little let's connect button next to one of my pictures and uh, you can fill out. It's a short 10 question uh, application based basically a survey um, that just has you share a little bit more about what you're doing with the work that you're doing. So I know how I can best help you. And then my assistant will reach out to you. We'll have a conversation and see if there's a way that I can help you through this process. So, all right, guys, hope you have a great week. Let's go change the world one volunteer and $1 at a time.